Hello and welcome to Unnatural 20s, a podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rules of a D20. My name is McKenna, a.k.a. Books, and I'll be the one rolling the dice to see where this adventure goes. Here to join me on this incredible journey is... Hey, what's up? It's Cassie. Hi, I'm Caitlin. A gentle breeze blows through the leaves around you. Oh, my hair. Rustle, rustle, rustle. (laughs) That's leaves rustling. Oh, my goodness. A leaf just hit me in the kneecap. I'm suing. (laughs) It's dark and you can't quite figure out where it's coming from. Where are these leaves coming from? The wind or the The leaves. You can't figure out where the wind is coming from. The leaves go with the wind. And they hurt my knee. But it's coming from all directions. Whoa. You're surrounded by leaves, by hedges, actually. In combination with the dimness, it makes you feel quite lost. I'm so lost. Suddenly, in front of you, appears a giant sphinx. Its golden skin so prominent, it provides a faint glow to the area. Does sphinx mean cat? That, that giant Egyptian thing, you know? Oh. That, like, big old... It's, it's like a big like a cat, cat thing. thing? It's like, yeah. Oh, that thing from, like, Pokemon. Okay, never mind. I got it. From what? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Oh, wouldn't know. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> but from history? Yeah, that thing. <laughs> ah, yes. Hey. Yu-Gi-Oh, continue. <laughs> Sphinx is going to talk now. Oh, 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 sorry. You have the floor, Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Show me the light. Where's Exodius? Did you sing that to the Pokemon theme song tune? <laughs> no, it was the Yu-Gi-Oh. You, they're just very Get similar. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Better. Sorry, Sphinx. Hello, darlings. I see you've stumbled into my great maze made only for the toughest and brightest of heroes. Do you have Exodius? He's very tough. Do you take the challenge ahead to find your way out of this dizzying maze? Or will you settle to reside in this, these green pathways forever? It knows to ignore you. I'm so proud of it. Whoa. With every roll of the dice, there will be an opportunity to get a hint of which way out by means of experience points. However, displease me with your answers, and you may be lost. Take hit points, or worse, challenged by a monster lurking in the shadows. I cast Blue Eyes White Dragon. Have you been listening to anything it's saying? Yes, a challenge. It's a challenge. I heard that. I heard HP, and I heard roll. Every monster represents one of the seven deadly (laughs) sins. Oh. And we'll be more than happy to have one of you three heroes as a snack or trophy. Oh, it's like Shazam. Let me square up against Gluttony. (laughs) You may each now choose an object of your choice to help you on this journey. It must be small enough to carry on your way. What do you choose? Like a prison shiv? Is that like an <laughs> option? <laughs> if that's the object that speaks to your soul. Then yeah, I connect to that personally. <laughs> I got a prison shiv. Um, I want a squirrel. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Were you expecting that? Hey, I'm going to take a book. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's that's the best thing. I was thinking true to my personality. Yeah, that fits. Yeah. Or blue eyes, white dragon. But squirrel seems more. Blue yeah. eyes, white dragon. I'm not sure that'll like fit, you know, in your pocket. Oh, I, I thought it could be like anything. Like you can bring <laughs> no, no, whatever no, you want. It must be small enough. The Sphinx said it must be small enough t- for you to carry. Oh, yeah, okay. we weren't listening I, to it. Well, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was though. I heard it say creature. I heard it. I heard. I heard the Sphinx. I hear you, dude. You um, literally heard challenge. I'm pretty challenge. sure. Yeah, yeah. challenge and yeah. monsters. Important parts. Yep. I got my squirrel. Surprisingly, I'm not annoyed by your random tangents. Actually, I've come to appreciate the liveliness you've brought to my lonely green maze. Oh, it's lonely. In the short time I've known you, you know, I think I've taken a liking to you odd girls. Oh, thanks. Can we be friends? Uh, I'll I'll give you a piece of advice before you... Uh, before you uh, take on the challenge of finding your way through this maze. Give me your number, too, and we'll text you. Most heroes <laughs> fall. You're trying to slide it to its DMs? Don't do that shit. He's ne- he needs friends. <laughs> Most heroes fall because they don't learn from the ways they've failed before. Why don't you uh, share with me some of the ways you've failed, and perhaps we can take a few moments to learn from them so that they are not repeated on your journey, and a downfall does not befall you and leave you victim to a monster or these endless hedges. Okay, so this is going to ward us against blue eyes. I know it. No, but or Exodius or like the Sphinx guy himself. So uh, we got to uh-huh. share these fails, right? Share okay. these fails. Share this the is fails. basically our like emblem to keep us safe is what I'm picturing in my head. And so what my fail is... <laughs> I, I feel like you create your own little just journey. Talks and she and fills in her own. Heard. <laughs> I heard it. two words and just like I got this. I, I got no. this. I got this. I got this. My fail is going to ward me off of future dangers. <laughs> I understand now. I, I, I literally said it's going to help you not repeat mistakes. That's all it's going to do. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a it's like a warding thing. 
Yeah, I get it. Carve I, this fail into your body and you're I'm protected. I'm going to carve it in the wall. All right, tell us it first, though. All right, first, before I carve it, I'm going to tell you that um, Cassie and I recently did uh, a Twitch stream. Uh, and yeah, um, I drank a lot for it because, you know, being on... Ca- we're used to talking on the podcast. And There's yeah. a reason we don't do a YouTube show. A yeah. very deliberate choice was made yes. to not film it. And yes. then we broke that. I Yep, that was my fault. And... Um, Decided to drink a little bit beforehand to feel a little bit better. It's and fine. obviously I was fine. I was really great during it because I did have a little bit to drink. Um, so it was fine during that. My fail comes in afterwards when um, it finished up and I put my computer down and I passed out on the dog bed. <laughs> and Cassie, being the nice person that she was, tried to get me to bed. But I ended up halfway on the couch and halfway on the floor. And that's where I laid. Yeah. I would have left you. It should be noted. I don't want people. I can't ruin my reputation. Yeah, I'm I surprised. Can't, yeah, I can't have but that. But the dog needs his bed more than Caitlin does. The dog right? did yeah. need it, See, and like why. if her whole body was on the bed, I probably would have left her. But she's old, and she was on the floor mainly. Just the head was on the bed, and then so I had to get her up, <laughs> and she was having none of it. It should be noted. <laughs> I don't remember she any of this. She was fucking pissed when I got her off that dog bed, and I was like, "Fucking drown then. I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> left you just face first uh, on the couch, and I was like, fine. "Hope you suffocate." <laughs> And then I was woken at four in the morning by my boyfriend going to work. And he's like, what? He's like, were you drinking? And I was like, no. <laughs> no, never. Did you throw up? No. Then you're good. I was fine in the morning. Success. I was trying to figure out what, what happened. Just a little fuzzy memory. It's fine. It's cool. I remember everything except after it. Except sleeping on the dog bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it gets a little fuzzy for yeah. her, which is cool. Uh, my fail is, um, I don't know about if you guys know about the FIFA World game that's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I have to stream that shit, obviously. But, of course, it's over in France. So these the times of these games are, it's going to be midday, like either mornings or mid-work days, always. Like all these important games are happening. But obviously, I'm still going to stream it. So I was streaming it at work, and I was like, you're an adult. You can just stream this without like really drawing attention to yourself. Yeah. But like, oh boy, I cannot. Oh. So definitely got caught streaming the one of the games. And like it was because like it's just so stressful and like I love this team. So mm-hmm. you like you got to react and like even like I would try to be I'd be like, like, you know, just like little moves. But then you're just so intense. People are like, what the fuck is wrong? And then like on one of the walk bys, they saw my little like phone out there streaming it. And they're like, what are you what are you doing? And I was like, listen, it's the World Cup games. I got to stream this. So it's just going to happen. Ah, it's just going to happen. U.S. won't like they're defending champions. Like this yeah. is a big deal. Our team kicks ass. So I'm going to watch it. They have my heart. Like, they really do. And I they deserve it. I die for any of those girls. It's just <laughs> a fact. Yeah. They're, like, I love them so much, and I was hyperventilating in my office. It's the, the only proper game. reaction. Yeah. No, it just literally, I was like, breathing is not an option right now. And yeah, I stream it during work, too, and I've gotten caught several times. Yeah. Oh, good. Yep. But I mean, listen, world it Cup. doesn't happen that often. It's the World Cup. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. I have the fortunate luck of taking my lunch always at weird times. Mm-hmm. And so I think, and I always take my lunch in my office. I usually bring it. So I think people just come to accept that, like, if they do catch something on my screen now, they're just like, oh, she's probably just on lunch. Oh, that's such a good vibe. Yeah, because sometimes I take my lunch at 9 a.m. Sometimes I take it at 2 p.m. You don't know. Yeah. Just depends on when I'm taking it. So I wish I had that. I don't. Yeah. And I don't really have to report, check in with anyone. So, like, they just kind of assume that. Mm -hmm. Um, My fail kind of starts at work and goes just so beyond work. While I was at work yesterday, I had to do a favor and for the company and uh, another person in the office and I had to go down to a the Ford dealership and go pick up some trucks and a van to take back to the office and to drop off the van, drop off at like a little location where they're going to install some bins in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. No big deal. So we go down to the Ford dealership. Well, the trucks and vans are not ready. We wait there for two hours. Now it's like the end of our work day. Oh, damn. Our cars, all our stuff still back in the office. Where they're going to lock up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's just two of us girls. We're not strong enough to really to open the gate. It's real tough. So we're sitting there and finally our boss says, you know what? Like, why don't you guys just leave your cars at the shop, take the truck home. And like, Hell yeah. the other girl would drop me off at my apartment complex, drive the truck all the way home because I can't park it. It's a huge Ford at 550. Mm-hmm. So like, there's no way it's going to park in my apartment complex. It's not going to fit in the tiny little compact stalls they got for us. Yeah. So she has to park it in her um, RV parking spot next Hell to yeah. her house. And she'll just pick me up in the morning. No big deal. But I was supposed to use my car to pick up a TV that we had ordered because my boyfriend's car is tiny mm-hmm. and we'll pick up the TV. 
fortunately, my parents have a big car that we can borrow. So we, I get dropped off in my apartment complex, get my boyfriend, get his car, drive all the way to my parents' house, get their extra car that's big enough to pick up the TV. But we leave my boyfriend's car keys in case like no, someone needs to move the car while we're gone. Not thinking that, um, hey, he's got the apartment keys and the apartment clicker on those keys oh, so no. we can't get into our apartment so we drive all the way to the walmart pick up our tv and realize we have to go straight back to the house because we don't have anything we can't even go to our apartment so we drive way out of our way go back to my parents house get the keys go back to the apartment lift this giant ass tv that's way heavy um and then go back and i drop off the car keys that we borrowed no big deal get picked up for work go to work realize that now i um when i thought i was dropping off the car keys of, that I borrowed, I actually dropped off my personal car keys. Oh, you kept uh, fucking up. My <laughs> car is now trapped at the office. Oh. I have no way to get in it or get anything. And I had to have my dad come and drop off my car keys. Oh, mm-hmm. thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. So my fail is just repeated stupidity with keys. That was That's a long process. So yeah. Damn, a lot of honestly, <laughs> it was like th- one of those games where you have like the three, like uh, a ball underneath the eggshell. Yes. Oh, yeah. And like I lost the ball like at some point. <laughs> And Literally, I was like, whoa, was there's just so much going keys. on right now. <laughs> like so I got, many mistakes. I had to leave on my car at the office, had to borrow a car, left the wrong keys, locked out of my car. Like just so much stupid shit. Yeah, and the all could have been prevented. Yeah. Like the most of it would have really been easy. But I don't like to make life easy. I like to make it harder. I feel you on that. It's okay. We made our good sigils. So that's right. It's now not we're gonna, rewarded. Yeah, so well, now we're rewarded. So it's not going to happen I'm again. Not sure You'll never the, forget your keys again. The girl on the on the far right is talking about. She seems to think that's we've, you, Cassie. We've carved your fails into oh, no, your skin. You. I'm yeah. not sure. Um, I hate to break it to her. That's not true. However, I do think you can all learn from your fails, and um, learning from them will guide you on this journey. Oh, God, so just like a you know, bright light. Think through your actions. Don't forget, you know, things that you need on your journey. Oh, and like never forget. Got it. Okay. Never, yeah. never, never forget. Mm-hmm. And you'll be good. I believe you're ready to begin your adventure. Roll some dice to determine which direction you will take. Mm, always going up is what my right. Oh. Yeah, I think I can. You yeah. should be in charge of this okay. for sure. We rolled an eleven, which is knowledge nugget. Knowledge nugget. It's telling me here that we're gonna just walk straight forward, which is good because there's no left or right that I can see right now. So like, okay, just stay we'll just, true, just, just straight, keep marching forward. Yeah. Okay, I feel good about that. Oh, can I bring to you some amazing book facts? Oh, please do. Good, because that's my knowledge nugget oh, today. Oh, my goodness. Spoiler. I was did you just Google book facts? No, <laughs> I didn't. book facts. Hey, I have a great fact for you. Mm-hmm. Did you know that there is a word for someone who loves the smell of books? Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I've heard that. Bibliosmia? Bibliosmia? Bibliosmia. Uh, I don't like Mia, that word. M-I-A. B-I-B-L-I-O-S-M-I-A. Biblioshmia. And that is you, <laughs> McKenna, because you love the smell of books, right? They have the aroma of dust and a ton of history, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, uh, that's loving the smell of old books. That's for you. Here's another f- cool, fun book pack for you. Did you know that over 129 million books are in existence? Yeah, that sounds about right, actually. There's even more now because this article is old. So, like, there's, like, 200 million books, Cassie. That's a lot and of books. And is that only, like, counting physical books? Because we got a lot of e-books. These yeah, are physical yeah. books. Yeah. Not yeah. including the, the e-version. Yeah. And, you know, the first book ever written using a typewriter was Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, now you do. Now welcome you to my do. knowledge, Nuggets. You're welcome. Chew on that and then Chew smell it. There you go. Uh, there's your bibliosmeria. Yeah, I actually don't like the smell of old books, fun fact. Just yeah. I know you like the new ones. You don't <laughs> like to break the spine yourself. I get it. Yeah, every time. Because <laughs> yes, I'm also a bibliophile. Yes. Uh, so going on a weirder, different route than books. In the UK, they're having a bit of a problem with uh, an animal that's recently just attacking, not attacking, but like rampaging through their um, city. Oh, man. And there's, I've never heard of them, but they're real and they're raccoon dogs. Raccoon dogs? Yes, raccoon dogs. What is that? It's literally like. Is it a crossbreed? It's a crossbreed. Well, they're exotic pets, but they're members of the dog family um, and they're from like Asia. Oh my God. Um, 
but they're not domesticated. They're dangerous if you go approach them. Do they look like raccoons? They do. They have like, do they do. Have, like the little, little raccoon faces and their like paws look like they they like got big bodies like a dog, but okay. then they shrink down to these little like raccoon like paws. Oh my god. So the hands are um, more raccoonish than dog? Yes. Fuck, that's all I wanted. Uh and they're also, like, they use their scent to communicate with another, so they're extremely smelly. Oh, I don't like Which that part of them. Which is just real weird. And, yeah, they're, like, these strange creatures that, like, their tail's like a raccoon, their face is like a raccoon, but their body's kind of like a lo- dog. And they're just running around the UK. How did they, like, like why they, Why is this happening and how? People, they think people, like, smuggle them from Asia illegally. Oh, my God. And now they've just, like, And now they just let them loose. Yeah, and now they're just attacking things, and they're kind of real scary, so. They look kind of like foxes, actually. Oh, so they're kind of tiny? They're tiny. Oh, my they God. They kind of look like, yeah, they're tiny, but they, they See, do See, I'm like the dumb fuck who would go try to pet that thing for yeah. sure. Yeah, they're yeah. cute. So, so, I mean, if you come across a raccoon dog, don't, because they're not nice and they smelly. And the, Yeah, the smell hopefully would deter me mm-hmm. to not put my hand. But, you know, uh, weird shit's happening in the UK always. Always. And now, I would have never thought this, so. Yep. <laughs> Best no. of luck to you guys, man. I don't know how you can, like, avoid them, too. Like, the magpies, you know, you just put, like, shiny things on helmets and stuff. But yeah, like how do you deter a raccoon dog? I wonder if they use smell, like, scent to, like, communicate. Could you put a scent that, like, wards them off? I'm sure you could. Danger? If they you just Febreze them, them, maybe. Oh! are <laughs> like, this good? What the fuck? Uh-uh. You smell like spring flowers now? What the hell is this? Follow them with just a bar of Irish spring the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. I will clean you! <laughs> um, books, my knowledge nugget. So you... I don't know if the listeners know this. I feel like you've talked about it a couple times, but you have a buck wild amount of hair. Yeah. And it's just very curly and all over the place. Yeah. So I decided to bring you some, uh, just a fun fact about hair. Oh, thank you. And did you actually know hair is actually strong as fuck? So a single strand can hold 100 grams, which is three ounces in weight. And the combined uh, combined hair of a whole head could support 12 tones, which is the equivalent <laughs> of two elephants. So, the um, tones? The tones. It can that hold tons? No, 12 tones. Thank okay. you very much. <laughs> And um, so it's also the equivalent of like Kevlar, the reinforced glass Whoa, fibers of Kevlar. Wow. So whenever books, if you ever feel like a weak ass bitch, just remember your hair is strong as My fuck. hair's there for me. To, it, honestly, I can definitely believe that's true because like I'm not that stubborn. My hair is so fucking stubborn. Yeah, so. dude. Have you ever had to like take it out from a vacuum cleaner and try to break that shit? Yeah. That's when you feel it, like it, I swear I've broken two sets of scissors. Oh yeah, trying to remove it from vacuum cleaners probably in the past two years. Yeah, so. how much hair can hold two tones? Your whole head, just combined head. Oh like wow, an average, however, the average. Which I have a more than average hair per square inch of my you head. You could probably have my three hair dresses is like to remind me every single time because they're like, not only is your hair like the individual strands thick. You just have a shit ton of it per square inch. I'm like, thank you. Thanks thank for you. reminding me. Yes. Next time they say that, let them know. You could probably hold like three fucking elephants. So you know what? Don't shit on it because <laughs> probably 13 tones. <laughs> wow. You know, normally I hate my hair, but that made me feel like a superhero. Yeah, as like, it I'm should. I'm going to be a superhero. Like Embrace it. Rapunzel, I'm going to turn her into a badass fighter. Oh, maybe that I s- I makes more sense now, yeah. Rapunzel. Yeah. yeah. How she pulled the prince up with her hair. Like yeah. if she could pull an elephant up, like prince got nothing. Like uh, it's fine. Now I trust it. Yeah. Um, Cassie, for your hair facts, you're going to get 87 points. Nice. Caitlin, for your book facts, which I know was just totally the yes. kiss up to me, but I learned something new. Yes. And I appreciate that. I'm so, so glad. I was going to, I was going to keep going until you learn something new. So, <laughs> uh, 125 points. What have you, would, what would you have done if she knew it all? Would it just like broke you? If you she just wouldn't have. There was some really obscure facts I had in here. Well. I got to keep those for now later it's a though. challenge. Uh, yep. Now just, she's always going to have a knowledge and I get ready for me. Yeah. Uh, that was great. I'm going to roll again and we're going to figure out where we're going to go. We rolled a one, which is DM roll. Suddenly the Sphinx reappears. Oh, what's up? I think she's going to like take this one from me. I think that's like why she's here. Hey, oh, okay. do you get my blue eyes? Your blue eyes. White dragon, you know? Um, no, you sure. have it. She wouldn't I'm have just it. Gonna keep she wouldn't it let going. me have it. She only let me have the squirrel. Oh. I wasn't hoarding your squirrel. You were just allowed to bring one along. Yeah. So you threw the blue eyes on the ground. You picked the squirrel over the blue eyes. No, she said I couldn't have it because I can only take what's like I can carry in like my pocket. And the squirrel is like, what's that? Right. You're approaching a very difficult path in this maze. You'll have four options of directions. However, I will eliminate two. Ooh. If you can answer my riddle. Oh, okay. okay. Let's go. I've made it simple because, as I said before, I do appreciate these strange girls. What has a head and a tail but no body? A quarter. She's correct. Yes! yes! 
It's actually a coin, but I'll take quarter. <laughs> you just got more specific. Hell yeah, Dougal. Yeah. You're so smart. I'm so proud of you. I started typing like, I'm going to figure this fucking shit out. I saw you <laughs> doing that. I thought you were Googling it. I was like, fuck yeah, books. Don't listen to the typing. That's loud as fuck right now. You know nothing. <laughs> okay, well, hey guys, uh, two two of the pathways just like closed up with a... Uh, with branches, which is kind of creepy, and it makes me feel like we could just get trapped down here, even if we do solve everything. But yeah. I'm gonna go with it now. We've only got two options, and we'll roll this dice and hopefully figure out where to go. All right. I'm really proud of myself. Still, I'm just gonna you be honest. Be. Like, that's I've good shit. Never gotten like a riddle right before, <laughs> and so um, I'm glad you guys could be here for this with me. We rolled a 14, which is best NPC story of the week, and along with this, it's telling me we should go to the right. So. Go to the right? Yeah. All right, then. And then take it back now, y'all, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then two, two hops, hops next time. time. Yeah. Then right foot. Let's go. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> they I clap your hands. Sorry. Speaking of <laughs> songs that are traditionally played at a wedding, uh-huh. I was recently at a wedding. Mm. Oh, there's always good NPCs at a wedding. And you've always got so many NPCs at a wedding. Um, this wedding took place in Texas with a lot of Texans. So there was a lot of like Southern accents that were coming out, especially the more people drank, which was just entertaining. How many itself. fancy cowboy boots? Like, there did they come in their best cowboy boots? Honestly, I think I only saw two pairs of cowboy boots. They let me oh. down. How many bolo ties? No bolo ties and they no cowboy They fucking hats. let me down. Ow. They let me down. Yeah. And there were people from Arizona, too, which is, like, yep. another place for bolo ties. But I was there with my boyfriend and another friend I had from um, grad school. And we were sitting at a table with, like, other couples that were from their education time. Mm-hmm. And they were all really, really nice. We started talking to them. And then uh, sat this very, very interesting couple just to the right of my boyfriend and I. And I had already noticed them when we were doing, like, the hors d'oeuvres and stuff and getting our drinks before. Because um, damn, she said that so properly. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's casually. Whores divorce. Excuse I've me. never seen that drop so casually and so properly. Damn. I know. I like how we both were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, it took me a moment. I was like, fuck, that's not a real word. Oh. <laughs> it's not horse divorce. <laughs> Where is the divorce? With some Flet McNaughton. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're speaking my language now. Uh, <laughs> so you go back to your story. I'm just super fucking impressed. Dugo got a riddle. You just said that fucking word. <laughs> Killing it. Living our best lives out here. So anyway, I noticed her because she was wearing kind of a borderline inappropriate dress for the wedding. It was like okay. skin tight, bright red, a little short and a little low cut, like just calling attention to yourself at this wedding. She was just living her truth. I'm, I'm here yeah, for her. You know, so like I kind of noticed and I was like, it's a like fancy wedding at 6 p.m. We should be wearing something a little nicer than that. But anyway, let it go. But then they sat down next to us. And let me tell you, this girl was dumb as shit. Oh, no. So, so dumb. And a fifth grade teacher. Oh. Which was a very interesting combination. I was like, oh. And then uh, she was made look like made to look a little bit smarter by her boyfriend who sat down next to her, who was impressively loud and dumb. And so dumb that we made a drinking game, the rest of us, at the table. Oh, for the man. two of them. And they never even caught on by the fact that all of us were taking At the same time coordinated taking- drinks when they did something. So just a few things that happened. We had a, a, to drink every time the guy said, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, um, that's me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which was just very entertaining. Uh, he also was so hyped to hear that we lived in California. And just for the rest of the night, every time he saw me, it was, you're just out here living the dream. Hell yeah. Which Did he throw up the shocker or anything? No, no, hang no, no, loose? no, no, no shocker, no hang loose. Damn he, it. I mean, he was a Southern boy. I don't know if he knows what that is. So, mm. But uh, he just was very excited. And um, uh, towards later in the evening, after probably like his eighth or ninth drink, was telling my boyfriend he loved him. So oh, there's that. That's the homie, man. Uh-huh. Was very, very excited, a homie, and just... Very loud. And then um, also just was very, uh, very physical. <laughs> girlfriend towards Touchy-feely? Very oh. touchy-feely. But my favorite part was they had those floating candles in yes. the centerpieces. You know, like most weddings pretty much have them. Yeah. And it's fairly common. Um, but for a whole 10 minutes, the girl next to me just gone completely silent and was just staring at them. And then silenced the entire table. She's like, guys, guys, we have to talk about this. Like, we, we've got to talk about this. And we're like what's going on? Like something happened Did a family. Like I thought drama was about to dish out about like some person that showed up or whatever. And she was like, how are the candles floating? These are my fucking (laughs) homies. These are my best friends. I connect to them so much. So like they were next to us and it was just, so interesting they just did so many things at this wedding i would 100 percent gravitate towards them as well yeah it, it, endless entertainment well oh, yeah endless entertainment and they probably real fun 
Oh yeah, they were just drinking and like having a good time. Just having a good time. Yeah. 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 And I was a little worried the girl did come off a little bit like the type that she had one drink too many. She was going to get to that sobbing point, but she stayed. If she stayed on that edge, that's she stayed on that edge. She was good. The best part about it is it's still a wedding. So Mm -hmm. if she does start sobbing. It's because you of walk love away. and it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and you can just walk yeah, away. You can just, <laughs> you know, start bopping your way to the let me tell you, and it's fine. I went to a wedding. Girl started crying. I walked away. <laughs> she wasn't single. I feel like if she had been single, oh, yeah. like, yeah, it would have been worse. But they were my NPCs. They were beautiful. Um, they were definitely getting towards the, like, we should exchange numbers. If I'm Cal- in California, we'll hit you up and yes. get into that And point, if that so. happens, you better fucking invite me. They, okay, yes, you can meet. They you are coming over. wonderful two souls. <laughs> I want to, so... And maybe we can just show them something stupidly basic and con- like magnets or something, and she'll just be amazed. And it's gonna blow their mind. Yeah. I would love to bring that joy so. to somebody. The mm-hmm. Magnets, magnets are lit as fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to bring that to grown ass adults. Can you show me a magnet? No. Oh. You withheld this from me the whole time. Just kidding. I totally will. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, um, my NPC story has to deal with uh, you know just random people around you as well. You know, like. In some video games, there is that point where just random things happens and you just don't, like, there's no way to know how it happened. It just does happen. And that kind of, that's kind of the situation which I was in this weekend. I was, there was a bunch of kids that were out and about our apartment complex. And then all of a sudden, a mattress appeared. And these kids pulled a mattress out of the side of a building. And... (laughs) Fuck, I'm so bummed because these are my NPCs no! too. It's fucking wild. Wait, you go. Okay, you finish it now. I, par- I, 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 I set you. Now you go. Oh, no. Like, you literally, like, you see them. So, like, one day on Saturday, I saw them. And it was just, like, one kid. So, we have this little jungle gym. Yeah. And this, they had this little foam mattress out. And, obviously, there's a little part that has that fireman pole to jump down. Yeah. yeah. So, there's a big opening. So, these mm-hmm. motherfuckers put that foam mattress down there. And we're just jumping off the this, like, jungle gym onto mm-hmm. it. Like, doing sweet tricks and stuff. And I was like, man, that kid's an innovator. And I I assumed he just grabbed it from the trash for like that one day or whatever, yeah. right? Then we were out at the dog park and like all of a sudden these group of kids, like it's their meetup time at the meetup spot. Yep. And they just like all like greet each other, say what's up, open the supply closet to our <laughs> apartment complex mm-hmm. and pull out this fucking mattress and yeah. then just start like doing like gymnastic tricks. Like they just started up a whole yeah. routine like on this fucking thing. That's amazing. And then like all band together and then they picked it up again, brought it over to the slide area <laughs> and then like we're forcing people to jump off of it. If they didn't jump off of it, they were chanting loser, loser. <laughs> Loser, loser. As they should. So peer pressure still alive in this generation. Very healthy. There was like, I don't know. Be the kid that goes in and do so, does things though. Like, don't be chick shit. There was like, there it's was like bed. twelve yeah. kids too. I'd say it was a lot of kids. There was at least twelve kids, and they were all fairly little. Like, they were, I'd say average age was about ten or twelve. Mm-hmm. And like one of them must have been in gymnastics because he was teaching all of them. And they they had a good system going, just going they in did. line, just doing all these tricks, getting like tips and pointers from other ones. It was great, man. Yeah, and like I feel like as an adult, like we were talking to because we were in the dog park. So when we mentioned that the kids were jumping off the jungle gym the day prior mm-hmm. onto this, like, and I was like, I, I was like, I was about to join them. And the one other adult was like, that seems dangerous. Yeah. You probably should have stopped them. And I was like, at no point did that come into <laughs> no. my mind. No. And I was just like, I'm so fucking proud of those kids. This is how you can tell a parent from a non-parent. <laughs> like, well, no, she was not a parent either. Oh, she's a very she's dog just, mom though. So yeah, like, she's, yeah, she's got that mom mentality. Yeah. Her like husband though was like, no, I would have joined him too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're with you. I see my niece to start to do something stupid i'm like no it's gonna be entertaining Keep i'm going. going to watch or i'm story. going to join yeah. yeah it's the two options you guys had the same npc and it was very entertaining so normally this would kind of like dock points but i'm gonna give you each 100 and i think we should roll again and i rolled a 17 which is change the ending and it also says that we should move to the left we'd start to walk down the left um, pathway that appears from the hedges and Decided to share our change the endings. And everything's chill so far? I'm very worried about this. You should, I mean, it's all dark and it said monsters could just be lurking in the darkness. Yeah, but I mean, it's chill, so. Um, I decided for my change the endings, uh, I haven't seen a lot of Disney movies or I've seen them in just like pieces from like daycare and stuff. So I don't know a lot of the full stories and I kind of just like have created like what I think happens. Like most people talk about them. So I feel like I know what happens with most Disney ones. (laughs) Well, I mean, I get the gist of it, and uh-huh. I know. I, I got this. Yeah. So I decided I was going to change the ending of The Lion King, because I feel like, so I get the gist of it, like there was like little baby lion. It's Hamlet, but people live instead of die. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So the only part that I'm never, like, I don't know Hamlet. <laughs> continue, continue. Sorry. So there's a ghost too. Is there in this one? Sorta. I mean, doesn't his dad come back as like a spirit and talk to him, or is that a different movie? No, he does, but yeah. it's like in the sky. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he talks to him in the stars, and Hamlet's dad talks to him as a ghost. Yeah. So yeah. Sorta. Damn. Okay. So straight up Hamlet. <laughs> All right. I only know like so I know like you know he decides like I know he goes off with like those two little chill ass like little guys. <laughs> The two little hippie, like Timon and Pumbaa, like yeah. live happy, no worries. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what happened that makes him become a king, but I know he decides to go back and then he just, I assume he just becomes like a great king, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't like whatever, I don't know what caused that, but I don't think like whatever could happen, I don't think it's a good enough change. So I feel like he would have stayed in my change the ending. He's going to stay like a chill ass weed dude. Oh, and he's going to be like just. And continue to let his evil uncle. Yeah. But rule the pride. Yeah, he's still going to, like, go back to be king, uh-huh. but he's just going to st- keep those chill-ass hippie vibes, like, everything's uh, a good time. Matata. Oh, Matata. Yeah. And like, it's going to have very few rules, and I just want to see, like, this animal wild kingdom have to live by this chill-ass, like, weed time. Like, they're going to have to celebrate 420 every day in their own little way, but it's got to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. It's got to be chill, downtime. They're going to come to him to, like, some animals are going to want to try to fight each other or something, and he's going to make them, like, come to the, him in this, like, court or whatever, and it's always just going to end up them be, like, talking about their feelings and, like, a feeling circle and stuff like that. Like, I want just chill-ass vibe and, mm-hmm. like, chill king. Chill king. All right. Well, I mean, he was a cool king, but because, like, he actually ruled and, like, Scar, and he didn't have, like crazy thing but we don't really see him become like super strict or anything we don't really yeah. see him as a king he is kind of like happy. akuna matata, yeah, akuna matata. oh does he matata. Yeah. yeah does he celebrate 420 he doesn't which is way better yeah he's got to celebrate should be added in there also I, can i just say the thing that like makes him change is actually the badass lioness that comes and just says like what the fuck is wrong with you you've just been hiding out here and we've been suffering which mm-hmm. is a great ha- uh great lion king moment so Oh, okay. Because in Hamlet, it's Ophelia, and she just goes crazy and drowns herself. Yes. Ophelia. (laughs) I now understand that song. Depressed. (laughs) Look at that. Wow. But yeah. But I didn't know it was, I thought it was because of the, like, little chick lion, but I thought it was because, like, he just fell in love with her. (laughs) No, no, she calls him out. Oh, I feel better about that. But then he falls in love with her, too. Yeah, he falls in love with her, too, because, like, it's his childhood friend and everything, and he loves her, but she's just like... Yeah, I thought it, it was because he's all scared. He's like, "Oh, I can't like face her." And, and then he like, like, "You need to get your shit together." And then okay, he goes like, girl. "Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear." <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "Fuck, I like you, Simba." <laughs> Damn, I gotta watch this movie. Yeah, this movie's wild. It's yeah. clearly not appropriate for and children. And then they get like four twenty yeah. friendly. It's real good. Like mm-hmm. you never watched it, but like it's good. Damn, that's the one. I should have been shown that one. It's definitely more for adults and kids, uh-huh. but like the kids don't get it. So it's fine. I mean, it just goes over their heads, right? Yeah. That's how that, that's yeah. how it works. It's just animals. My changing endings on a movie as well. Oh. Uh, and it's for that movie. I'm going to cheat a little bit here because I actually haven't seen the ending. Okay. But I know it's going to happen because it's that me. movie Always Be My Baby. Oh, which I want to see that. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be bad, but I want to see Spoilers about to happen. <laughs> Is that that rom com? Spoiler. Yeah, it's, it's that rom com. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I started off that movie, and I was, like, genuinely interested. I hadn't really seen any trailers, but I was like, well, I like the cast, so that's going to be good. But it was, like, so disappointing because the two leads had, like, zero chemistry. Oh, no. Yeah. And um, I really just kind of spent the entire movie wishing we could get more of the male lead's dad and the lesbian best friend. That's all I wanted to see on screen. I didn't want to Generally see Generally in most movies, like, yeah. give yeah. me those two characters. So, um, because, yeah, they just, like, they just had a lot of, like, plot devices just to, like, force things to happen, but it just, it didn't work. So my change ending is that screw the love story. Just forget about it. Put it on the back table. Let's just focus on what happened with this dad and what happened with the lesbian best friend and just make it their story. They each can like run into each other in and out of each other's lives and just have these funny interactions. We see the dad fall in love again and that's great. I'm all about that. So yeah, that my changing ending is just forget about them. They can have, <laughs> they can be like the side plot. Yeah. And really I just want it to be the dad. Just like it's like they come home for like, like they come over for Christmas dinner or something. Yeah, and you see exactly. that they're together and you now and you're like, together and they're oh, happy. That's cute. cute. Good for them. Cute. Look at the dad. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. This is a real rom-com right here. Yes. Is the dad a very dad dad? No, he's so he's so cool and like hip and like he comes in and his son is just like dancing to himself in the mirror and smoking pot. Uh-huh. And his son goes, dance off right now. And he just has a little oh. dance off and he's oh, like, hey, you want to hit my joint? And the dad's just like, no, we got to go to work. Come on. Like, what? The, that's a cool ass dad. Yeah, he's yeah. chill. And I'm going to spoil this. He falls in love with a Diana Ross impersonator. 
which oh is just the God. best thing ever. So. Yeah, Beautiful Soul. I want a whole movie yes, about I him. Yes, I want just a movie about him. So, you know. All about that. Forget wow. the love story. Just always go with the dad. Well, McKenna, mine also has to do with a movie that I have not seen the ending to either. Oh, perfect. So I've seen a majority of the movie, but I did not see the ending. It is for Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, it's it's garbage. You it's nailed it that ab- first time. Absolute garbage. And uh, I think this is one of the only movies I've never seen the ending to, and I don't care to see the ending either. So I would like to make the ending what I want it to be. So I've seen the lead up to, uh, you know, all of a sudden, Mama is still alive, right? With no wrinkles. I need her skincare routine. With no wrinkles. <laughs> so my assumption of what's happening now is that they are going to bring Mama. They're going to find their way back to Atlantis. How they're going to do that is they're going to find those little cool little seahorsey things that everyone, you know, has in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they're going to ride these horsey things and realize, hmm, these things go pretty fast. And then going to start an underground seahorsey race. And then they're going to zoom past everyone, make some crazy bubbles around a volcano, make an explosion, and then it's going to make its own island. They're going to make a merman island. It's going to be Aqua Island. Aqua Island. So like half the population can't live there? Yeah, fuck them. (laughs) Unless they take their little horsies and happen to come by it? Or is it just like garden? No, they... Survival of the fittest. Unless you're royal, you can't breathe on air. Uh, Yeah, which is also... I do not like that part of the movie, but you know, only the royals live in mine, so... Oh, okay. Yep, sorry. So Mm -hmm. separation of classes to the highest. (laughs) To the highest degree. But in my world, if I could change... Royalty really rules above you. It's literally above. If I really could change it, everyone would be able to come on land because that makes more sense than only half the people are able. I have so many changes if we really could just change a lot about this. There's a lot you can change to it, but I really would like a nice horsey race. And then, just a good old fashioned horsey race. But then I would like it to just be so much bubbles that it like makes a volcano and then makes an island. Cause that'd I be fun. S- they also had like some of them rode like sharks and shit, right? And, like really yeah. ancient like alligators. Yeah. Is like that included? Could those join the races? They or could those join, bands? but that's like a subclass. I'm really in here for the horsies. Okay. Like the, you only the care horses. about the seahorses. Because yeah. they looked so wild in CGI. They did. Because like, you know, like, oh, okay. So <laughs> the whales are crazy like not proportioned correctly yeah and like that dro- <laughs> a lot of the cgi that was done was just absolutely an interesting call drove me wild also these giant ass seahorses they don't exist that's fine though i'm i'm fine with that the fact i mean aquaman it's, it's exist, aquaman so like, right in my heart he but does. if we're gonna have these giant ass seahorses they gotta go double the fast they also have to have one of them pregnancy horses be racing while pregnant because you know the males hold on to the babies. But they, I don't want them racing while they're pregnant. I That's do dangerous. because then they're just going to be dripping out little kids. It'll I, be so good. I'm oh, no longer no. on board. I hate what you've done. <laughs> this is terrible. The fact that you said dripping out little kids too. I hate what you've I'm done like, right now. I've got a visual and there's like more fluid somehow in this murky what? water. Yeah. Why? It's not real gross. Just think of a tiny ass little horsey just going out floating in a bubble. That's what I'm thinking. No, and then the mom just like leaves, uh, Papa leaves it behind Yes, that's how life goes, Cassie. But the, like, he I, can't catch up to him. Yeah. He's just like, no, he's on his own. That's what happens. He's gonna get eaten. He's Welcome to the real world, little bitch. <laughs> that's what he says as he zooms past. <laughs> and then maybe your mama comes by and he's like, yeah, your dad left you because he was speeding too much, and he took the rest of your brothers and sisters, and you're never gonna meet them either. Hope you have fun living with me, your foster parent. Oh, but the mom stays. No, just a random girl that he calls mom. <laughs> This has taken a while. Welcome turn. to Aquaman, my <laughs> version. I don't know if it's any better. On Aqua <laughs> Island. I don't think it is. It's much better. <laughs> also, the whales are proportionate. Most importantly, the whales are proportionate. God damn it, that was the worst part of the movie. I couldn't stand seeing a giant ass fucking whale being ridden by someone. You know how big those are? Whales are so big. They were big people. They weren't that big, Cassie. They stood next to humans pretty normally. Yes. You shrink when you stand next to humans. But you cannot tell me that a fucking tiger shark is the same size as a motherfucking whale. I don't even care if it's a baby whale. I'm fucking sorry. Do you live in the ocean? I don't. But guess what? Yeah. I also know this shit doesn't happen. The the ocean's a magical place, and we don't know the dark magic that happens there. I know. Whales are big. All right, Caitlin, you tried. Oh. <laughs> so you're going to get 20 points. God damn it. <laughs> for Aquaman. Cassie, for your Lion King retelling, which I'm impressed because you still haven't quite seen the whole movie altogether. And you, you know. But now I know Hamlet. So yeah, I got that. I mean, you got that. And I appreciate it. I like, you know, a fortune. You put a king. story in it. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you really completed it, rounded it out, made this chill ass king roll over, the, you know, the animal kingdom. Yeah, a real change to the animal kingdom is what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to like almost like just 
you know, chill ass animals always getting along, mm-hmm. but forced to. Yeah, just like strictly imposed on them, but they they all, you know, are happy, not like stuck under their like class. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Wait, so we can I, can I get along? Can I pitch you one more thing real quick? Oh, you're on a roll, so. Yeah, real quick. Mm-hmm. So, Aquaman Steel. Have you yeah. seen have you read the book Sarah Plain and Tall? No. Darn it. Never mind then. You were trying to bring it to a book, though. So I was that try- was that's it. exactly what I was trying to do. I thought she was going to give me a quick synopsis of it so then I could do it. That was the only book I could think of. What? That was your plan was to throw Wait, Sarah Plain and Tall out there? That's because the it, was a, it was a you fucking boring it. book, Cassie. I, I thought she was going to like it. You, there are so many goddamn... Hey. How many fucking books did you... Hey, book, I know, I know you like that book called The Goldfinch or something. The Giver? No, Goldfinch. It's a, it's a one she I was reading. I saw her read it. Yeah. Yeah, see, she likes it. I know her shit. Okay, what's it about? <laughs> Where are you going with this? Tell me what it's about in two seconds. A kid loses his his kid and his mom go into like this art museum and then a bomb goes off. And it's the same thing as the seahorses, okay? It's a goldfinch, but it's seahorses. And a bomb Aquaman. goes off? No, bomb is him going flying out of his daddy's tummy in a I bubble. It. I hate it. In See, a bubble. That was goldfinch the worst. does not have like a happy... Neither does this seahorse. <laughs> I told you he has a foster mom. All right, now you get 12 points. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie, you get 110. Thank you. I'm going to roll again and yeah. see where else we can go. I'm so glad I got an extra 12. No, I think you docked from 20 to yeah, 12. Yeah, you docked from 20 to I think 12. the point scribe didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm telling the point scribe again. Point scribe doesn't know how to use the back button. <laughs> so we rolled an 18. Which is what do we love? Oh, do you have a good love? Yeah. Yes. So um, now that we've lived in this new apartment, I, we mentioned it has a little dog park for our little boy. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten to take our little boy there and he's grown so much there. But what I love is when you take your puppy to a dog park and it's this natural instinct that all dog owners have when you bring a puppy to a park is they got to pull their fucking dog aside. Like mm-hmm. they straight up like get down to the dog's level, whatever level they're at, they pull them aside, take them away from all the dogs, look them in the eye, and tell them very seriously, it's puppy, be careful. <laughs> Without <laughs> fail. Yes. No matter what the dog is, no matter what park we go to, as soon as you see puppy, the owners will mm-hmm. take the dogs aside, and they're like, it's puppy, be careful. In those exact <laughs> words, too. It's so precious. Direct quote from everybody said across. And then even like, so there's been smaller puppies who've been coming to the park. So I've like, I've noticed like I naturally pulled Murdoch aside and mm-hmm. I was like, he's a puppy. Be careful. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I did it. Did I'm it. an owner. <laughs> and you can tell I belong here. <laughs> One of us. One of us. But yeah, it's such a precious that moment. It's so sweet. Because it's literally like the dogs, like a real heart to heart that mm-hmm. all dog owners have with theirs. Like, it's little puppy. Please be careful. It's mm-hmm. the same thing you tell like toddlers and stuff. It's yeah. beautiful. Well, mine actually has to do about the dog park as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... You, going to the dog park and you start to see the same sort of people at the dog park and they have seen your dog kind of grow up. Like we have a puppy. They've seen him grow these past two weeks and our puppy used to be able to fit underneath one of the dogs there. And now he is the same size as that dog. And all of the other dog owners are noticing it and commenting on it and how he's changed also. Mm. So I just really love that the dog owner community, just how much they actually care for your dog as much as you care for your dog. And they get excited for your wins. Mm-hmm. When, and, and like when your dog finally poops outside, they get excited to like, oh, my God, your dog just pooped outside. And not ironic at all. It was just like, yes, just, just wins at the dog park. It's just so supportive, especially like you when you do bring a puppy they all go back to like when their dog was puppy so they just share in that joy of like watching it to happen again and everything it's just such a good little time yeah dog parts just a lot of loves over there a lot of loves um i love i recently and i talked about this last episode i recently went on a very big family camping trip Mm -hmm. there's like 35 of us and they're chaotic they're stupid people always kind of fight there's always weird stuff that happens but i really do love them because at the end of the day like we all get together, we barbecue, we laugh, we make so many memories, and we always drink a bit, which just makes so always much, ex- yeah, so much stuff. And like, my family's wildly inappropriate, but I really, really love those trips because it's just like those memories and those jokes that we make, we will just carry on and on and on for every future trip. Yeah. Um, and I really love that, like, now my boyfriend's living 
close and like we're both living um together so we can go on all those and he's become part of those like memories and those moments and stuff and it just feels like everything's coming together it's really nice so i love the chaotic craziness of my family and our camping trips that's what's good about like it's helps to like think back on them because like in the moment when there's Mm -hmm. like drama or something you're like fuck we can never do this there's always a moment where like you're like everyone hits like (laughs) no never a fucking family trip again but then like by the end of it everyone's just like it's been a good time literally it's like it's usually my mom too she's usually the one like i don't care what your father says we're never coming again like i'm done with this i hate this and then by the end of this trip she was like Maybe we should come here for Thanksgiving. Every like time we can get everyone here for Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> so it's just always, it, and that's how camping works. I yeah. swear that's just the catch-all for it all. Um, so both of you had beautiful, beautiful loves involving your puppy Murdoch, who's the sweetest thing ever. Um, and so you're each gonna get 150 points. Nice. And I think we have one, like one more chance to roll and maybe find our way out of this. I hope we can get out, man, out of this maze. So because we've just been walking for a long time my feet are starting to hurt and i'm a little scared yeah i haven't got to use this prison ship yet so my squirrel is totally ready to attack at any moment well you're in luck because we rolled a 16 which is let's go on an adventure out from a large cropping of a hedge stumbles a giant beast nearly losing his footing due to his huge size he lumbers aimlessly until he notices you and with that he's determined to have you you notice his hands are covered in what appears to be frosting and barbecue sauce and he smells like the fried food section of a carnival what this Roll is the for initiative okay you said he's gonna have us and i thought you were like he's gonna fuck us i was like <laughs> shit oh my god this is twisted i rolled a two so chunky boy rolling in here 12 two. well that's that seems like our winner yeah I so, think so caitlin oh yeah what, what am do i gonna do? do okay so uh first i think we can establish this is gluttony he wants to eat oh, you. That's oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. All right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Yeah, so he's just going to come at you chomping down. <sighs> okay, so I'm going to set oh, my... I got to roll for the monster. I'm sorry. Okay. He rolled a three. Okay, so, so I still go first. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to send my squirrel in there, battle style, just like Blue Eyes White Dragon. I'm going to make sure to talk to him first. Hey. Hey, squirrel. And then the squirrel is going to go out there, and he's going to do exactly what I told him to do. Do we get to translate? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Do we get to know what that is? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I thought you could understand. Um, So he's going to go out there and he's going to start eating the shit out of gluttony. Where's he starting at? Like the Achilles? Did you tell him to start at the weak points? He's going to start at the eyes. Oh, Oh, he's going to eat his eye health. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's a That's a good move. He's blinded then. And then after that, he's going to tear his art open and -hmm. then sew himself shut at the same time. What? Because his weakness is that he cares too much. (laughs) There's always a good idea at the roots, <laughs> and then it has to continue you, uh, on. Roll for your squirrel success. You got a five. Oh, well, <laughs> he tries. Your squirrel does runs. he get an eye at least? Your squirrel runs and races towards this lumbering giant, and just as he leaps up to get his eyes, unfortunately, the giant turns a little and accidentally, like it's just a complete accident, goes to you know bring his covered hand and lick some more food off of his fingertips and unfortunately knocks your squirrel aside as he does that no. oh yeah my squirrel. Like your squirrel seems to be okay though Good. i will i Thank will mention God. that he Jesus. seems to just landed Agile. softly into a, a bush because like i said the the giant was not trying to attack he was just trying to eat more food yeah no. so you know how he do yeah uh now it's the giant's turn and you know caitlin you're closer because you were instructing your squirrel. So he's mm-hmm. he's really excited. You look just so tasty to him. So he's going to try tasty. to just come. But he's slow. Sneak. So he's going to come and just try to try to scoop you up with his hand. We're gonna oh, just a little like scoop. He just wants to scoop you yeah, up. Scoop it up. Scoop it up. But, um, you know, unfortunately, he rolls a six. And, you know, he's still distracted trying to eat with his one hand. And misses and swings his hand and gets it caught in a giant hedge. Cassie. Ooh, he's a little caught up right now. It's your turn. I've been waiting to square up against Gluttony, and I got my prison shift. Ah! Mm-hmm. So this is all I've been waiting for. Um, actually, I want to go kind of by him. Is there, like, where is the stickiest substance that's, like, the easiest to get to? I want to coat. I'm going to coat my little shiv in whatever sticky substance I can get to so it looks like food. And then I'm just going to toss it to him and uh-huh. so try to get him to eat it so he just eats my prison shiv. Oh. oh. You know what? It's like there might be some berries somewhere on the shiv. But yeah, also, Kaylin always has snacks on her. So check her pocket. Always. Oh, yeah. What all you got? 
Um, let's see. I got lots of nuts. Okay. Um, I got some fruit snacks and I have a lot of pasta. Okay. No sauce on this pasta. No sauce. Ready to be like thigh warm. Sticky uh, from that fruit, fruit snacks. Yeah. Fruit snacks. Just- or what you can do is you can get the spaghetti and just kind of weave it right no, around. No, toss that fucking spaghetti. I'm not going to do shit with that spaghetti. I want him to eat this. If it had sauce, he would eat it. Get me that dry pasta away from here. I don't want that. So I'm going to coat it in like little fruit snacks, make it a little sticky. And, and toss it up at him? Yeah. Uh, roll your, roll your dice to see if you're successful. 18. Oh. oh. All right. You, you know, just have a great, great aim. And you um, toss this right up in his eyesight and... Well, this giant's not going to let some food go to waste. Oh, no. So he just swipes that up and gobbles it down. Yum, yum. <laughs> and as it's sliding down, he notices it just gets sharper and sharper and sharper. And he starts to howl in pain. Yeah. And, and he starts to wobble and wobble. And he takes another look at you. And Cassie, you still have your hand outstretched because mm-hmm. you just recently tossed this. And, and he's just horrified. How could food betray him? I feel you, you know, dude. How could... Food and you were the one who gave him the food that betrays. I so did. with this this howl that's just painful and you know guttural and gross, he stumbles back into his hiding place and you're able to pass. Oh Hell yeah! Wow. Nice. I thought I was gonna give me a high five, but I guess it's not really time. You for made a high his five. favorite thing betray him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, think on that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a sphinx materializes in front of us, stopping us from moving forward and rolling any more dice. Well, it appears you've found yourselves quite close to an exit. But there are a few more tasks you must complete before you can be sure you've made it out of my treacherous maze. First, we began this journey with fails. So why don't we end with successes? Oh, hey, y'all, girl. I got you. Okay, besides... This one is very loud. Yeah, she has a lot of energy, this yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so my success as stated prior, yes, I did it. I made a Twitch stream. Cassie That's was right. there for there too. Um, and it was all about the Jonas Brothers. It may have been taken down because, you know, some copyright issues, but that's okay. You can still watch the highlights on Twitch. It's under Unnatural 20s because I took that and I did that. But, yeah, you can watch that if you want. But I was really excited, able to do it. Uh, said I was going to do it and I did it. So you did it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if I put it out there, I was just going to do it. And I bought a whole webcam and everything. So I'm now to get you to do shit, we just have to, you have to say you're going to do it on the podcast. Yes. Okay. That's the key. And if we can make it about the Jonas Brothers, she gets mm, real motivated. Yeah. Yes. We spoke about the Jonas Brothers for two straight hours, Cassie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. It was a lot of wow. Jonas Brothers talk, man. Yeah. I wasn't ready for two hours. Mm-mm. I wasn't Also, either. the video is two and a half hours long because... The first no, 30 I minutes? cut that. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, there was a whole... We streamed for a while of us just trying to figure it out. It was oh, good. 30 yeah. minutes of a black screen. <laughs> but success, we did figure out how to do it. Dougal did a lot of research prior on how to do it. And then, like, in the moment, we just, like, fixed and tweaked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that we just tried something new. We didn't... I'm you not did a fan. Thing. Not a fan of being on screen, but, mm-hmm. you know, did it. Talked about the Jonas Brothers. And, uh, yeah, we also thought about that copyright thing and then said, fuck it. We wanted to do it anyhow. And we did it. The best part is the part that's copyrighted is the 30 minutes black screen. So I just cut that and was able to keep the highlights. For reals? For reals. What happened in the 30 minutes? Like copyrighted. We had music playing in the background. Nice. Mm -hmm. So that's why. We're killing it. We're doing so yep. good. <laughs> check out our Twitch stream. Twitch, check out our Twitch stream. I don't know if it's twitch.com, twitch.tv or whatever, but it's on Natural whatever 20s. Whatever it is, yeah. but that's, that's where you'll find us. Look it up. Same logo. You know it. <laughs> is that the... I, I had a suspicion. Did you only bring me on so it could be under Unnatural 20s? Maybe. As long as two were on, it could be Unnatural 20s. Maybe. <laughs> Diabolical. Yeah, then right. I would have to come up with a new name, Cassie. I've already gotten a hard enough name to spell. I don't know where this voice came from. I'm sorry. Sounds kind of like our old point scribe. I know. Well, that's weird. Uh, I already mentioned my success a little bit too. And it was that wedding. Um, It was a struggle to get to this wedding. A lot of stuff happened. We had a few family emergencies. I actually had to cancel my first flight and rebook another flight, which was the day of the wedding. We landed. We took off. I think we woke up at like 2.30 that morning. And we took off at like 5 in the morning, landed at like 11 in the morning, Went straight to the hotel, slept for two hours, ate some lunch, and I go straight to the wedding. But the wedding was a huge success. It was a lot of fun. I saw some wonderful, wonderful people, met some interesting drunk people, some homies, and yeah, obviously made some friends for life through them. Yeah, mm-hmm. learned why candles float. 
Um, and yeah, it Wait, was hold up. We didn't time. get to answer that. It's because the wax, right? Is, is wax floaty? Why do they float? Well, yeah, wax is floaty and they're just less dense than water. Okay, cool. So. I know. I feel like you point out like all these dumb people and it's like, hey, I <laughs> thought about that a lot. So, <laughs> hey. But no, that's a great success. Did you say yours already? Oh, yeah, just tied in with a Twitch stream. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was yeah. like, uh, just going to keep staring at you because nah. we did a did thing that new? was uncomfortable and uh, but new, and I feel like it went good. It went it went decently good. I yeah. was I was honestly very surprised because, as we talked about before, well, I talked about it a couple episodes ago, I was put on camera for a work thing, mm. and it was, I got that film back <laughs> very bad. So the fact I that I could go that. in front of a camera again and make it not that bad not was... That bad. Very good to me and made me feel good. You had to start at the bottom to get to here now. I really mm-hmm. did. And I still have that footage and that will be on TV next week. Hell yeah. So good. So, so that'll good. be fun. Yeah, those are great successes. Well, it appears your successes uh, are just enough for you to find your way out of this maze. Yes. And I'm pleased to say that in combination with that and the points, which we actually still need a total. I've been keeping a track in my mind, so I do know it's enough for you to find your way out. But for your listeners, could you please announce your point totals for this for this episode? Uh, we actually have a point scribe here that did that for us. Do you want me to grab them? You don't keep track of the math yourselves. No, that's hard to do. Hey. Numbers are Did you hard. just see me licking the floor? I'm busy doing things. Why were you licking the floor? Cassie, for science. Okay, you're right. Jesus. You're right. Do you want me to get the point scribe or not? Yes, please just uh, fetch this okay. intelligent person, I hope. We have a we have a new one too, by the way, guys. No, we're really going through. I yeah, you know, it Listen, happens. Listen, it's hard to find a good point scribe. It really is. Yeah. Oh, hello! I Guess who's back, bitches? <laughs> How is he back? <laughs> How did he find your new place? Found where you live, have I? <laughs> oh, I'm so in a maze. How did he come? <laughs> I get lost getting here. Oh, man. Oh, at the bottom of the leaderboard with 63,537 points is Caitlin. In the middle of the leaderboard with 64,000 total points is Books. At the top of the leaderboard with 65,299 points is Cassie. Thanks, Point Scribe. You can, like, officially go now, right? Like, we moved. Why are you back? I have found a better place of dwelling. Okay, good. Then why did you Stay come there. back here? Because it's your basement. You've had my you basement. Have basement. We have a basement. I didn't know we had a basement. I live there. And it's it's better digs for you? Yes. It's much bigger than underneath the stairs. Well, all right then. Um, You know you could just live there and not come on this podcast, right? No way. All right. I hate this, so... <laughs> Please leave. Yeah. I'm very pleased to announce you. Goodbye! <laughs> Hope that screechy voiced creature will be departing soon. Is he gone? Yeah. yeah he's gone! He's, never Goodbye, he's as gone as he gets. You know, man. I thought your one friend over there was quite loud. And loudness knows nothing compared to your point scribe. Yeah. You guys have succeeded, and though I'll miss your energy and odd speaking. Well, did we get things. your numbers? No. We can still yeah, be like you lonely. I'm here for if you. you I'm here your for you, way dude. Again, in a hedge maze or facing a fairly tough riddle, perhaps I will appear again. Oh, okay. But for now, I think this that. is this is best for us to part ways and end our journey here. So thank you. Do you have like social where I could like follow you? Like it's cool. Like we don't have to like, exchange like numbers, but like can we do like uh, I don't know like Instagram? I'll find you oh. if, I, if I need you. You'll oh. exist in my heart always. That's hey. good. Thank you. Hey, call I feel me, beat like me. we're getting too close now, and I'm gonna go. Okay. Call me, enough. beat me if you want to reach you me. Guys, you managed to scare away a mythical creature. Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. That's wow. Oh, I thought this was like good. Can't stop, won't stop. Yes. That's right. It is. Hey, look, we're out of this maze. I'm pretty happy. So, like, I, I was scared we were gonna have to spend the night there until you did your amazing, awesome trick with getting the giant teeth. You know, Cedric Shiv. Cedric Diggory never made it out of a maze, and we did. So, like, oh, uh, his body did. His he fucking didn't though. <laughs> he was dead. He got dragged out. It's fine. Excuse me. Do you remember? He fucking died. Yeah, he died. <laughs> R.I.P. Cedric Diggory. <laughs> Um, you know what? Before we before we go, I think we have a few more things that we just got a little bit of housekeeping, little things we got to take care of. The first is deciding who's gonna host our new advent, our next adventure. Oh, let's roll for it. Uh, no, we don't gotta roll for it because it defaults to Cassie. Which it's is a good me. thing because she rolls from real low dice sometimes. So. Yeah, a lot of the times. So but I finally get to. It's my time to shine, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm here. Yep. Uh, and next, you know, just a little bit more. If you guys have not had enough of us just on this 
this episode alone. I have good news. You can follow us on social media. We post on there about all of our episodes and just weird shit we're doing, like Twitch streams and, yeah. you know, making our studio interesting and better. Soundproof, not interesting and better. It's soundproof now. The soundproof is interesting and better. You're right. I'm not a sound engineer, but I sure do act like one. We also make theme songs. Yes. I'm not a sound engineer. We're very good at that. You can hire us. We'll create your like jingle for your commercial. Yeah. You've got this. But I sure knew how to soundproof a room. So you can find us on social media. It's Unnatural Twenties on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're, you know, always up on those. Love to interact with you. And if you want to be a part of our adventure, whether you know it's in a hedge maze or anywhere else these adventures take us, you can by writing in a follower question, any sort of topic question you want us to answer, thing you want us to talk about. We'll dive right in. We won't always know what it means, but we're going to do our best. And you can do that by DMing us on social media or writing us an email at um, unnatural20s at gmail.com. And if you want to support all of this crazy and help us, you can check out Patreon. That's um, patreon.com slash unnatural20s. There, for just just a little as little as a dollar a month, you can get some exclusive content. Um, we give out lots of free shit, and you can even join um, our Jean Jacket fam for a little bit more and get an exclusive Unnatural 20s denim jean... Or Denim jean jacket. Yeah. That's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> certified denim jean jacket. Yeah. Certified denim. It's all denim on <laughs> denim. Like That's how we rock our denim. It's always denim on denim on jean. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, be like the Unnatural 20s crew and rock your denim on denim on jean. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeet, yeet. And if you want free stuff, but you really just can't afford a dollar a month right now, we get it. Life's hard. Head on over to our iTunes account and write us a review and we'll send you some free stickers and some dice and give you a little shout out. Because you're awesome like that. This has been Unnatural 20s. Tune in for a new adventure on Monday. Yeet.